0: You are tuned in to the Sparkles and Fairy Lights podcast. Imogen Campbell is your host and she will tackle issues that tend to sneak up on one and wreak havoc on the unprepared midlife soul. If you are in your twenties or thirties, feel free to join the conversation and be ignorant no more. Today, we start the new season of Sparkles and Fairy Lights. Welcome. If you're coming back and if it's your first time, so great to have you with me. Thank you. I trust that it will provide food for thought and possibly provoke change. If a shift in gears is needed, we kick off the season with a definitive title called a balancing act in a confusing world. The overarching theme, the thread that runs through this podcast is balance indeed it is why i started with hormones you know when they're out of balance or out of whack it was critically important to me and i wanted to spread awareness i may have changed tack a bit but essentially we are still looking at how to maintain balance in our lives albeit moving from clear distinct physical characteristics to the heart and mind To be quite frank, I've intensely been reflecting on balance for a considerable time now, especially of late. Life is filled with challenges around every corner it seems, and a measured approach with much discernment is needed to navigate the way forward. I've specifically been pondering what it means to have balance, why it's important, and the fact that when one is said to be out of kilter, balance or sink, it is never a good thing. Somehow. Order is not maintained, and sometimes there are rather serious repercussions too. Synonyms for balance include stability, equilibrium, steadiness, fairness, justice, impartiality, symmetry, scales, harmony, and tension, and all help us to understand how important balance is and why having a balanced approach is vital. In addition, I considered the idea of lines being drawn and crossed. I thought of why people go to war, most recently of Russia and Ukraine. Now nearly a year on, just how sensitive it is and why it started in the first place. It would appear that one country believed that it had the right to invade and cross another's borders, wreaking havoc along the way, as usually happens with war. It is the same with limits we set in our lives and hearts. If we allow others to encroach on our lives, our hearts, our minds, and all we hold dear, it causes a disruption whether we have allowed it to or not. As I knuckled down to write this podcast, I happened on something unimaginable and truly awful. It was 6 February, and I'd just started off the day as usual. I quickly opened the socials and was met with scenes of ghastly devastation from the earthquake in Turkey. My heart absolutely broke when I saw the flattened buildings in which residents, probably sound asleep at the time, had succumbed to the disaster, oblivious to the danger that would overtake them. I quickly understood the magnitude of the situation and that the loss of life would be immense. As people huddled together in the dark, cold and deeply in shock, Waiting for the first rays of dawn to appear, they were probably even more traumatized by what daylight revealed. The incredible scale of the deadly disaster. My heart was wrecked with pain for the loss of lives and for the people who were trapped in rubble, who are going to be scarred by this for life, one way or another, and some would have to come to terms with life-altering injuries. Aftershocks, were predicted to last for days, if not weeks. It wasn't long before another shallow yet deadly earthquake struck in the same area a mere 12 hours later. Unprecedented, haunting, stark visuals just kept coming. The death toll skyrocketed and early on, it seemed as though it would be the region's watershed moment. It's on 9/11, a day when everything changed. The BBC reported as follows, I quote, it was a big earthquake registered as a 7.8 classified as major on the official magnitude scale it broke along 100 kilometers 62 miles of fault line causing serious damage to buildings near the fault the report continued The earth's crust is made up of separate bits called plates that nestle alongside each other. These plates often try to move, but are prevented by the friction of rubbing up against an adjoining one. But sometimes, the pressure builds until one plate suddenly jerks across, causing the surface to move. In this case, it was the Arabian plate moving northwards and grinding against the Anatolian plate. Furthermore, According to the British Geological Survey, I quote, over time, stresses in the earth build up, in brackets, often caused by the slow movements of tectonic plates, close brackets. At some point, the stresses become so great that the earth breaks, an earthquake rupture occurs and relieves some of the stresses, brackets, but generally not all, close brackets, end of quote. May we keep this wonderful country in our prayers. I was privileged to be there a few years ago And I fell in love with it. So enchanting were the people, and so extraordinary was their hospitality. I will never forget it. I think it's why my heart was so torn. As I tried to wrap my head around this, I drew parallels. It seemed to paint another picture for me in my heart. Please bear in mind that I'd been ruminating on the topic of lines, borders, boundaries, etc., for a while. As I sombly watched more grim images, the mechanics of an earthquake just brought to bear and to mind just how vivid a pictorial description this was, a rather graphic picture of boundaries not being adhered to in day-to-day life. It presented itself to show me how pressure falls and eventually a ton of pent-up anger being released. You see, boundaries or property lines showing where one property ends and another begins in our lives it means that each one of us is an autonomous human being and each one of us needs to make a decision every day that concerns the body that we live in and that as separate to the 8 billion other people on the planet It's our responsibility to take care of our individual bodies so that we can have a healthy ecosystem where we can thrive as a collective, be it the nuclear family, extended family, the community, and so on. You get the picture. But it starts with each one of us. But what if, as an individual, you are unhealthy and cannot see the invisible lines where people can encroach on emotions and well-being? When you allow others to make decisions or do things, that are not conducive but lack the world to say no when needed from my own experience i'm all too well aware of the consequences of allowing others to walk over me when assertive i should be i've really battled with being assertive i hate hurting people and will find a way to say yes sir, even yes, to sir. my own detriment not as much now as say when this thing really became an issue I've definitely learned a lesson or two, but there are still some moments. Years ago, long time now, a respected Christian role model of the faith, Rhoda is her name, opened the scriptures to me and pointed out a verse that is easily one that transformed me from that time onwards. I had never really heard about boundaries before, even though I had clear issues with them, and that was probably the reason I had the problem in the first place. I simply was unaware. I had not been taught boundaries. I will tell you about the book of that name a bit later. The verse she shared was Galatians 6, verse 2 to 5, and I will read it to you from the NIV. I quote. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Each one should carry their own load. I think the penny dropped. It showed me where I had often erred. I learned that the Bible calls us to carry each other's burdens. One carries burdens only for a short period of time. You help carry a burden that your fellow believer, friend, family member, whoever, cannot carry alone for a set duration of time. The problem comes when you continue to do so when by all accounts you should have stopped. Moreover, the Bible exhorts us to carry our own loads. So I'm meant to carry what is associated with my life and only my life. I cannot carry the load another is supposed to carry. Then lay the problem. I was carrying the load others were meant to, not just the occasional burden. But that life-changing revelation then led to the untangling of years of getting this wrong and is still a major area I need to work on. But soon after that, I was introduced to one of the most transformational books I'd ever read, Boundaries, by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. I'd like to quote how they define boundaries from their book. They clearly know a thing or 20. (laughs) Let me quote. Any confusion of responsibility and ownership in our lives is a problem of boundaries. Just as homeowners set physical property lines around their land, we need to set mental, physical, emotional and spiritual boundaries for our lives to help us to distinguish what is our responsibility and what isn't. The book continued, the inability to set appropriate boundaries at appropriate times with the appropriate people can be very destructive. Furthermore, it stated, and this is one of the most serious problems facing Christians today. Many sincere, dedicated believers struggle with tremendous confusion about when it is publicly appropriate to set limits. Furthermore, the passage continued, and I quote, misinformation about the Bible's answers to these issues has led to much wrong teaching about boundaries. Not only that, but many clinical psychological symptoms, such as depression, anxiety disorders, eating disorders, addictions, impulsive disorders, guilt problems, shame issues, panic disorders, and marital and relational struggles, find their root in conflict with boundaries. The book presents a biblical view of boundaries, what they are, what they protect, how they develop, how they injured, how to repair them, and how to use them. End of quote. And did this book deliver for me. It was a revelation of seismic effect. It immediately became clear that I had zero understanding of what boundaries entailed in my life. It was why, in an unequal society in South Africa, I allowed poor children to cause me much distress on the streets, as well as manipulate me into giving them money. I will explain that in another episode. I allowed people who had no idea of my heart and motives to give me their unsolicited opinions about my character without having proper discernment. Then take it to heart as truth and then proceed to beat myself up. I don't know if you can relate. I allowed people to coerce me into doing things that that were on their agenda and clearly were not right for me. Most of them didn't have bad motives, I don't think. But I had no inkling of how to filter things out and keep the property of my heart safe and secure. I simply had the towing the line default setting. blame them, I see how I allowed people to cross the lines of my property at will and then I would bear the consequences. I've seen this pattern in my own life time and time again. Someone violates a boundary. I do not address it. I may or may not be upset or perturbed at the individual, or at least myself. And there may be some berating of my lack of assertiveness. Like an earthquake in the making, the tension builds over time. Whether a boundary has been set or whether one only suspects something is wrong, is not the point, the point is pressure is building under the surface. Outwardly, whether you or I, the smiles continue, we comply with others' wishes. We easily acquiesce, we do what we believe is required of us and we're not honest about how we're really feeling when people ask us. We may try to reason it away with logic or simply are too afraid to say anything. Instead, we may merely prattle on that we're fine. In reality, we know something is boiling under the surface. Often, we do not know what it is either. We certainly don't know how to articulate it, but we know something is wrong inside It is white-hot and we have visceral reactions. Finally, after repeated offenses or boundary violations, there is an outburst of pent-up anger, not necessarily at a specific person, and then comes remorse and sometimes dire consequences. Then we do it again on repeat until we discover what the problem is. Some never really do. For me the discovery of what it meant to have boundaries was nothing short of quite simply being one of the most important revelations i had ever had only to discover that the scale of boundaryless living in my life was off the charts i'm so grateful i did before i discovered this way back in the old days i had to deal with having mounting anger pulled up inside i was so nice and also complying to people, because I did not want to be seen as a bad person, and specifically a bad Christian. I go out of my way to please people in a bid to be seen as a good Christian, someone who loved God, and because I thought saying no to people would mean that I was selfish, or it would be unlike what Jesus would do. And I wanted to imitate him so dearly. Whether Jesus would actually have done the things I ascribe to him is for a whole other episode. I I got things twisted, and as a result, the Christian call to deny the sinful nature was turned into a self-denial of everything in me, and it was killing me. Yes, I am exaggerating a tad to get your attention, but it felt as though I was. Not just cutting away of the sinful nature the blessings and god-given qualities were being thrown out with the bathwater of my thinking and i was staggering under the weight of it all ironically it seemed as though my efforts were not even recognized such i was exhausted and something was clearly wrong with how i was doing life i felt bad when i tried to assert myself i did not want to step out of line and it seemed rude I was in a destructive cycle. And I was angry. I know some of you probably are very assertive and do not relate to the shriveling character that was me for so many years. But I'm also sure that there could be a loved one out there who may also need to change a setting or two in their hearts. After more pondering, I considered how we can be like sitting ducks when toxic people, the kind which we have never dealt with before, enter our lives and then we find ourselves completely unprepared and rendered virtually useless for the impending havoc that they unleash. These toxic individuals expect us to toe the line or intentionally want to bring us in line with their agenda. And out of habit, we often follow the line of least resistance. We just fall in line with what they want. I will be exploring some of these scenarios in the next few episodes So tune in for some more toxic character assassinations and what I learned from the Bible as a way to deal with them. At any rate, experience, wisdom, and discernment help us to make good decisions and handle them better. It still happens that I get blindsided by a cunning, conniving human with ulterior motives, but not as often anymore. I've had to take a hard line on my commitment to boundaries and not allow individuals to upend it. Balance in life is thus essential, but it's so hard to achieve. So I will be writing about balance in a new way. For now, not so much a focus on perimenopause, but a focus on what, for lack of anything more concrete, I will call an unbalanced mindset. For it too has enormous consequence in our lives with bitter far-reaching seismic effects. I hope that you will go along with me on this journey as we explore these and there will be biblical lessons to boot. I'm not a qualified psychologist, neither am I a theologian, but I hope to share the biblical principles and life lessons I have learned over time. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and the life lessons that have shaped you as well. The bottom line of this is the hope that it will resonate with someone out there. They too will have that aha moment, a moment of Eureka. We found the diamond of value in God's word on this. It boos me to say this. I deeply respect the people of Turkey and understand how traumatized they must feel by this unprecedented tragedy. That is because I was entranced by the beauty of Turkey that I was so shocked to see all the heartbreaking images pouring out from there. May we never forget that for some people, it represented the beginning of a nightmare that will have far-reaching consequences for decades, perhaps forever. I have thus had to tread a fine line in my attempt to draw this striking parallel while also respecting the dignity of the people amid the tragedy that has just unfolded. I implore you to keep praying for the people of that beautiful land, Turkey, as well as for the people of Syria who have borne the brunt of this disaster. I hope to unpack more boundaries, lack of balance, and overstepping of the mark in the weeks to come. Together, let's delve into how a balanced approach to sticky situations can only help us to triumph in the end. God willing, chat to you next week, Tuesday at 3 UTC. Chat then. Thank you for lending an ear. If you are new, consider subscribing and if you feel inclined, please leave a review or let me know your thoughts on Facebook or Twitter.